This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Our next guest is Sean Turner president and CEO of Buffer Insurance. Sean, uh, appreciate you coming on Takeaways today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I saw this interview on CBN News where you did something that was very out of the box, particularly right now with the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Yeah. Uh, and people have been talking about it. Daily Wire's been talking about it. And I want you to explain to people what it is that you decided to do. Yeah, that's really easy. So we decided, we put on Facebook after seeing all these big companies. Put one on Facebook. Yeah, we put uh, some stances, pro-life stances on Facebook, basically saying that we're paying for uh, our employees to have babies. We're paying for maternity and paternity leave for, for mothers and fathers to spend time at home with their kids. And then thirdly, if they want to expand their family through adoption, we're paying for those expenses as well. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so wait a minute. So, so you have an insurance company and your employees... Uh, want to grow their family, and so you're going to help them by paying medical expenses for the birth of their children, or if they want to place their children for adoption, and I'm a, an adopted dad, so I know how mm -hmm. those expenses can uh, really total up, you're going to help them with that. This is totally counter-cultural and counter-narrative to what we're seeing in the news. We're seeing companies, yeah. after the passing of Roe versus Wade, pay for the medical expenses for women to fly to other states. Yeah. And have, get a hotel and, and pay the medical expenses for abortions. You're doing the opposite. Yeah. How does that reflect the values, the core values of your company? Because we, we believe every company should offer benefits and take care of their employees in a way that align with their, with their company. And so we've done that. These updated uh, policies that we've made available to them help implement those, those ideas that are common in our workplace of growing and, and expanding families, but uh, seeing these large corporations, they're perpetuating the, this idea that, hey, you can go get an abortion and there's no consequences, you just get rid of it. And, and we don't believe that. We think that it's better for the employee's long-term health and happiness and well-being to have the baby and grow their family. Did you get any pushback for what you did? I mean, because this shouldn't be count countercultural, helping your employees uh, facilitate life, yeah. but it is, unfortunately, right now. What, what was some of the blowback that you got from this? I will say 99% of the people who have contacted us are 100% on board. They're, they're encouraging us from all over the world. So we're based in North Texas, but we've heard from people in Finland and Portugal and Canada all over. But the reality is there are some, I would call them keyboard warriors out there uh, who, who've come against us. And the reality is when you take a stand for life in the physical realm, in the spiritual realm, there's entities that don't like what we're doing. So they're gonna motivate people to come against us, either and try to intimidate us or r ruin our reputation or in an extreme case, maybe try to harm us. And so the reality is like, if you fear men, you can't lead them. You have to fear the Lord. And if you fear the Lord, then he'll lead you. And so, because if you're fearing men, uh, their, their men are going to lead you. And so mm. we're, we're really trying to uh, lead our community and lead our, our families too. And you're not only offering maternity leave to the, the women who are pregnant, but also yeah. paternity leave. Talk, talk about that. Why are both of them important? 
You know, no, we're offering paternity leave not because we believe men can get pregnant. <laughs> so men can't give birth. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> yeah. What a concept. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Why are you offering paternity leave for the for the dads and maternity leave for the moms? Yeah, so it's just as important for a mom to spend time with their young ones, but for those dads to come in and support their families too. So uh, I remember, like just I told you earlier, I, I wasn't able to uh, go through and, and spend that time I needed, my family needed me to. And so I, we really think it's important for the, the whole family to come together. Mm -hmm. And we say all the time at Buffer Insurance, be there for the ones counting on you. And so we wanna facilitate a, a time frame where they, they can do that. I know that you're also helping other companies to do the same kind of thing because they're hearing that you're doing this and now you're reaching out to them going, hey, look, you know, we, we, we're sort of the pioneers. We're, we're stepping out there in faith doing it and you're helping them. Why, why not just take all of the, the glory for yourself and Buffer Insurance? Why, why spread this around? Yeah, that's a great point. Our whole intent was to help our own employees and then help other business owners and business leaders who want to do this nav navigate it. And so we basically created this employee handbook policies that we had reviewed by an attorney. And then we paired that with tax saving strategies and, uh, and other kind of like strategies to help them maximize their contribution and minimize any kind of out-of-pocket wasted expenses. So we created these resources just to give it away to people. And we've been even giving it away to other insurance agencies uh, because this isn't something that we're trying to like capitalize and mar market and, and keep for ourselves. We, we want other people to, to implement this. Yeah. This isn't a look at me, look at me, look at a great thing that I'm doing so that you'll uh, yeah. give me more business. You're saying, no, we're, we're genuinely doing this because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. What would you like to say to those other companies out there? They're like, bro, I can't do that. Um, uh, a, it's too expensive. And B, I'm going to be like one of the bad guys in the minds of the popular narrative right now because I'm yeah. supporting this political move or this, this position that is not real popular right now. I don't think that's true, by the way, but what would you say to other business owners who are afraid to step out like you have? Well, I think the first thing would be that uh, employee engagement is this kind of buzzword. Like, are your employees actually engaged or not? And I think when, you, when employers implement policies like this that actually take care of someone at a wholesome level, that employee's gonna be more engaged than ever because they, they really, you're building loyalty with them and you're building trust with them. So I, I would encourage employers to at least consider it. it it's not as expensive as they may think it is, um, and it's certainly gonna make a lot bigger impact. Sean, t I'm very interested in buffer insurance. What, what kind of insurance do you offer? What's the scope of your, your help? Yeah, so we're a full service insurance agency. And what that means is we're, although we're based in North Texas, we're licensed to do insurance, like sell insurance in many different states across the U.S. And so we do everything from employer benefits to Medicare for seniors to health insurance for individuals. And then also includes home, auto, business liability, that type of stuff. Man, I, I just, I think what you're doing is so inspiring. And, uh, and, and of course, you're learning as you go. This is new. Uh, you're, you're a young company, um, but you're, you're family-based. You are faith-driven, and already you're seeing this beautiful kingdom fruit that's being produced yeah. because of your faith and generosity yeah. and looking to help other people. Yeah, you're right. It's, we, are, our, we always say we, we, our highest priority is to serve other people. And so serving people, whether we can make money off them or not, it's, it's going to lead to uh, greater impact. And, and really, for us recently, it's been... It's been phenomenal. We've been able to serve a lot of different people that we would have never thought we would have been serving in the first place. 
Sean, from my studies of some of the best businessmen, uh, Christian entrepreneurs throughout history, you find that, that these are, are men and women who are understanding that our work is really a gift from God and an opportunity to partner with Him to bring some of heaven to earth. Yeah. And for your employees, that's what they're feeling. Yeah. It's like, thank you, you're helping me. God, this is an answer to my prayers. Yeah. And when you do that, and when you involve your family into your work, uh, and, you, and you put your customers first, and you establish that goodwill with your employees, you'll find that, that, that God blesses your business. Yeah. And through work and through family, those are the two primary engines that we're able to bring heaven to earth. Yeah. Yeah, I would say a lot of people think that <laughs> only pastors are doing ministry. And the reality is like ministry in the marketplace happens every single day. Right. And so a lot of people are afraid to, and especially employers, are afraid to step out and offer to pray for their employees or offer a, a time to develop their employees' spiritual health as well. And so we, we think that that's so important. We, we think right. all of our employees should be leaders. All of them should be uh, working both on their physical, their spiritual, and their mental health. And so we, we make it easier for them to do that, but we wish other employers would do that more often. I've got a buddy who, um, who is a doctor, and then he has since, since become an entrepreneur and, and opened up clinics across the state. And he will come across people... Uh, and he'll want to give them money and they'll say, no, no, just pray for me. And he'll say, wait a second. He's like, do you really want me to just pray for you? Or do you want me to write you a check? And inevitably they're like, well, I, I kind of would like both because the financial aspect, the material aspect yeah. is important because that's what's keeping the electricity on. Yeah. That's what's putting food on the table. Yeah. That's real answer to prayer. Yeah. And so I would encourage other business owners, um, business leaders, CEOs, COOs, to understand that real kingdom giving is not just writing a check to a nonprofit or giving the tithe to your church, yeah. but actually helping your employees with things that will be an answer to their prayers, just like you're doing. Um, Sean, uh, this is awesome. And when we come back, I wanna, I wanna talk about uh, more of the response to your decision. So everyone, don't go away. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with Sean Turner, and we're discussing his company's decision to provide support to employees choosing to adopt or give birth. You know, this is so countercultural to the narrative that's going on uh, today, and it, it made me think about some of the projects that I've been privileged to be a part of. There's guys who run movie production companies like the mm -hmm. Kendrick Brothers, like the Irwin Brothers, and others who are making films that have a cultural message that is counter to what we see in many of the big Hollywood blockbuster films. Yeah. And it's such a blessing for me as an actor or producer or whatever to be working with those kinds of companies because it makes me feel like I'm being part of something that's making a difference in people's lives. Yeah. And you find that, that people flock to those companies and want to work with them. 
Yeah. They want to become employees of those companies. So I know actors, writers, directors who are like, how do I work with those guys? How do I work with them? Because I want to be a part of that culture. You know why? Because it's good for my marriage. Yeah. It's good for my family. Yeah. I want my kids to watch those movies that I'm doing because it's, it's good for them and it's making daddy a better father. Yeah. And so uh, I, I want to know what has the decision that you made to help your employees uh, what's been the reaction of your employees to that decision? Yeah, that's a great question. I think you're right, though. A lot of people, consumers, they want to do business and they want to give business uh, their business to companies who are basically doing something more than just making profits. Yeah. Uh, you look at Tom's, for example. They were, uh, you buy a pair of shoes, we give a pair of shoes to someone in need. Uh, and there's, there's countless companies like that that are making an impact and, and so when we announced this to our employees, their initial reaction was like, yes. <laughs> like, and, and one of the, our employees' spouses even texted me saying, Sean, I'm, I'm ready to do this. Let's, I want to have a baby right now. <laughs> so they, they were very open to this idea, and, and they're, uh, I think it's really exciting to them to remove these obstacles. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, get ready. Um, you may have a lot of... Um, pregnant ladies or couples who want to have babies uh, suddenly want to join your staff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, you've also talked about you've provided some resources for other companies to follow in your footsteps, and uh, some of that is in the form of, of an employee handbook yeah. or an employer handbook. Uh, wh where can people get a hold of this? Tell us what it is and where they can get it. Yeah, so it's a pro-life policies guide, and we paired it with some strategies that they can save uh, when they do implement these. And so they can just reach out to us at bufferinsurance.com on the Contact Us page. We have a form that they can fill out and get sent that immediately to them. And if they're not a business leader, they can still request it and, and then maybe read it and then share it with their business leaders or business owners that they that either that run their company or maybe mm -hmm. within their communities. Sean, I know what it's like to try to start a business you know, or, or uh, maybe you, you have a business that's running and you want to grow it and so you bring in some more employees and that's taking up tons of bandwidth. Uh, you have to make the day-to-day -day decisions. Well, why on top of that are you making it harder for yourself financially and to manage your time by, by offering these kinds of benefits for people? Why change the culture within your business to benefit other people even if it makes it hard on your, your company? Yeah, that's a really great question because we are in business to serve people with insurance and we believe in protecting their future. We believe that they have a future and that future matters. That hence why we're serving insurance. However, uh, we want to make it a great place to work. And so we've done a lot of intentional things to make sure that uh, we have rock star employees who are engaged in, in serving people and then also just making it a, a great place for them to work. You even have a program I heard you call Impact Man. What's that all about? Yeah, so part of creating culture is that uh, you want to uh, set the expectation. What is the culture? So we have core values, and then we have five core values, and everyone can look on our website what those are. And so with each of them, we have health, excellence, trust, growth, and teamwork. And teamwork to you might look different to me. And so what we've done is we've created... Uh, sentences that describe success in that role. So we have three sentences applied to each of those. And so that's, that's 
what the culture expectation is. On a weekly basis, we have this little impact man, and it's just a little action figure that we spray painted blue and put a white shield on his chest. And uh, every time someone uh, is either exhibiting those values for that week, the last person who, who got impact man then affirms that person and says, I saw so-and-so do this with this value, and I believe that they should get impact man for this week. And so it's really a neat way for other people to be on the lookout for how our employees are uh, strengthening and continuing to exhibit our, our behaviors. That, that's really cool because you can have, you know, employee of the year awards, you can have maybe employee of the month, yeah. but you've got a weekly impact man or, or woman. And what you're really doing is you're saying, listen, it's, it's about impacting other people. It's about making a difference. I think it's so important to not be the only person in the company looking out for culture, but having other champions in the, in the company as we grow, it's gonna be more important that, that we have something that is replicable and that I'm not the only like uh, hall pass person or the, the leader looking out for those. And so we've basically trained our, our team to look out for those values in their teammates. Sean, do you think this is what revival looks like? Do you think this is how revival starts? Yeah, I think revival is going to happen across America uh, through the workplace. I, th I think it's going to happen in the workplace rather than happening in, in the church. People go to church to get healing and such, but uh, you're only going to reach church people if you're in church Christians. And so uh, we have as an opportunity as a business owner, business leaders, to reach a lot of unchurched people. And so as they see that you're walking out your Christian values, uh, they're going to be impacted by that. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to change. Something is going to happen to where instead of just saying we are a Christian and we, we live this way, they're going to see it. They're going to see that you're, you're actually taking action to live like Christ. In, in history, as I've studied revivals, and we, we can look back into our own country here in America and we can see times like the Great Awakening, yeah. which was this, this change in religious sentiment our, our founding fathers said, this, this, this position of, of worship toward God that radically impacted every different sphere of culture. So revival was not just um, a sweaty preacher on a hot summer afternoon under a white tent in yeah. the South somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it's an actual change of heart and mind that impacts the way that we do family, the way we do work, the way we do church, and the way that we do civil government. And that's yeah. what led to America flourishing yeah. and becoming a pinnacle nation is because we took that framework of God's word and it was powered by the gospel and a love for God and for other people. And you couldn't stop it. It, it didn't stay inside the church. It went into the insurance companies. Yeah. It went into the fast food places. They didn't have all that stuff back then, but it went into the marketplace yeah. is what I'm saying. And so what you're doing is an essential component to revival. Yeah, no, I think it's, we're not the only ones doing it. We're just here on your show today, but the reality is like we want other people to take action and stand up and be intentional about not being voiceless. And so it goes back to like that silent majority, stop being silent and, and go ahead and, and put a voice to what you believe and then show people how to live. And so I feel like you, when you see that guy on the, the 
the sidewalk who's got the mic megaphone and he's just yelling at people. And it's usually Bible verses that are maybe uh, seem like they're condemning when they're taken out of context. That's not going to convert anyone to believe in your God. But when they see that you're living out in a holistic way and they see that you're living in a way that is attractive, that, that piques their interest. And then, then you have the ability to then go and when they ask you, like, something's different about you. And then you can have that opportunity to then talk to them about what is different. And it's, it's the light that shines within you that they see and you're making it attractive. Sean, where can people get a hold of this resource guide? Yeah, so if they want to get a hold of the pro-life policies and strategies guide, they can just go to bufferinsurance.com and fill out the contact us form page and then we'll email it directly to their inbox. Perfect. Bufferinsurance.com. You got it. Yep. Are you inspired by Sean's story? I know I am. This is making me already think of, of how can I find ways to use my family values, my, my core convictions, and my faith to incorporate into my work so that I can make a difference. I think that's when we begin to see revival taking place. Hi, I'm Kirk Cameron. Thanks for listening to this episode of Takeaways. If you love the conversations that we're having, please follow or subscribe to this podcast to never miss any of this great content. And please consider leaving a positive rating and a review to help others like you discover this show.